Alrighty, we're back for another exciting, I always call it exciting, but it doesn't have to necessarily be exciting until you learn what's exciting about it. I'm the host of the most, Jimmy Falcon, Cloverleaf Radio, and I'm, I can beside myself because, quite frankly, ladies and gentlemen, we have a very, uh, I call it a big part of my childhood, but that part might not be as huge, and with, uh, well, at least according to IMDb, 86 credits to his name, this man uh, has portrayed uh, Elvis Presley maybe more times than none, and I would call that maybe his, uh, his best character work. Peter Dobson is with us. How's it going? Hey, good afternoon, Ian. Pleasure to, uh, pleasure to talk to you finally. So how's it going? How's, uh, how's the weather? Uh, the weather? Uh, well, you know, LA's kind of like Groundhog Day. You know, sunny, 75, uh, uh, pretty much the same here every single day. Uh, you know, it's funny that, you know, I, I just got some news that uh, the great William Hurt passed away. Uh, we lost another one today. I just found that out a little while ago, so that was kind of a bummer. Uh, speaking of growing up, when you grew up with me, I grew up with William Hurt and all, and all his uh, wonderful films. So, a little, little bit of a sad note, didn't want to start off like that, but I just found this news out just uh, minutes before you called, actually. I feel like anymore, I, I try not to even look when I hear about someone passing away that's famous because, I mean, in the last year we lost Betty, Bob, Norm MacDonald, it's like uh, Meatloaf. Uh, it's like my 90s yeah. is already is already gone on me, so I mean, it's harder. It's got to be harder the older you get looking back. Yeah, well, that, you, you hit the nail on the head there. The, the older you get, you know, it's just everything. I, mean, I, I think that we lost Tony Braxton yesterday, we have heard today. You know, buddy, just live your life to the fullest, and uh, you never know when the old number's going to be up. But, uh, I, you know, I, I didn't even know William Hurt was sick. I, I, I had no idea. Uh, you know, my, I, uh, there's a film I'm very fond of in his earlier days that, that I just cherished called uh, Body Heat that uh, introduced a very young actor at that time named Mickey Rourke. And, um, you know, it's like an old... Uh, you know, film noir type of film. Actually, it was done in the 80s, but it was a big tip of the hat to the noir movies, noir movies of the 40s. And uh, that's like one of my top 10 favorite films. And, uh, you know, again, it's just, you, you never know what, you never, you never know what the week is going to bring. Who's going to go next? <laughs> you know, so anyway, I'm doing well, man. And uh, it's, a, it's a real pleasure to, uh, you know, shoot the, uh, Shoot the old shit with you, whatever, whatever, whatever you want to know. I'm here. I, I uh, certainly uh, was uh, privileged that you said I played Elvis a few times. I, I think what the, the only thing that people may remember is Forrest Gump, which is basically my sideburn and a shoe. <laughs> but when you're a kid, man, I mean, you already. Uh, I look back and see. Well, you know, uh, the guy that played JFK was really JFK in a way, and it was also an actor. But I mean, when I look at you, I go. I still go, oh my God, that's Elvis Presley, knowing it's not Elvis, but that's, I still see it like a kid, you know, Forrest Gump has, it's, it has a big uh, effect on everybody, I mean, uh, yeah. whether you're uh, famous or anything, whether you're the smartest, or, uh, you know, whether you're just trying, yeah. Forrest Gump really, uh, I think the, the movie itself keeps people coming back for more, maybe more of Peter Dobson, I mean, you had a lot of stuff happen before that, including a... Uh, uh, a thing that's been remade and remade and remade, Bates Motel, 1987. <laughs> that's right. That, that, wow. Yeah, that, that's, um, that, that was the first time I ever, uh, I think, got in front of a camera, uh, fresh off the boat uh, from New Jersey. 
And, uh, yeah, I, I think I had a line or two, and I think that was, I think it was Jason Bateman who started that. And I just remember, okay. yeah, I, I, it was my first line because I got my sag card off of that. And uh, I remember going to the set of the Universal lot because I'm a huge Hitchcock fan. And, uh, you know, there's there's Bates Motel, and they're, 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 oh, then they have the, uh, you know, the Bates house uh -huh. up, up on the hill uh, that was still there. Uh, okay, so that, that was kind of my foray into the uh, into the wonderful wacky world of, of show business. Yeah, it's crazy that um, that something like that happened so far ahead. I mean, in like Miami Vice, L.A. Takedown, all this is before Gump. But I mean, you you've been working hard for a long time, man. Yeah, man. I I, I I'm definitely uh. have some moss around me at this point yes I, I have been around and um, you know it's one of those things that you may not be familiar with the uh, you know the, 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 uh, the film until a couple of years later I always call my career like a kind of like a kind of like a Picasso painting uh, you know after you pass away God forbid uh, people start looking at your stuff <laughs> yeah right and uh, it's um, you know it's 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 been a long career, and um, I, I, I've been fortunate working with, you know, directors who were just starting out at, out at the time, like, like uh, uh, Peter Jackson. I think his American debut film was, was a film called The Frighteners. And, um, you know, and when that movie was released, uh, it had a lot of buzz around it at the time. Uh, so, so much buzz, so I... Universal decided to, to, to keep it from a Halloween release, push it up to a summer release, and they they put it up against a, just a little film called Independence Day, and it got creamed at the box office. Oh, wow. And, and the irony is, is that, you know, about uh, four or five years later, uh, the thing found its way on television and DVD and cable and all that stuff, and now it's pretty much a, a cult movie that plays just about every year it's like it's like a, it's like it's like it's a wonderful life it plays every halloween and uh people are now discovering that prior to lord of the rings peter jackson in fact made a movie before that actually right. made many films before that oh, yeah. uh starting uh, but the frighteners was uh, you know with uh, michael j fox I, I always call that movie a tip of the hat to back to the future got some similarity similarities in there Especially with my character, kind of being like the the Biff character, bullying him around. Well, you big so, bully, well, Peter! How dare you play a character that bullies a bully? <laughs> you big bully! <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, uh, you know, it, 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 it you know, it, it, it goes on and on, and, and, and uh, you know, we just talked about Forrest Gump. And I, I believe you mentioned Forrest Gump, and you know, that came up that came upon a, a series that I. I, I worked on with Robert Zemeckis, a very short-lived show called Johnny Bago. Um, that was his, his foray to television, and uh, he uh, decided to make a show about a, a mobster on the lam, uh, traveling in a Winnebago that he hijacked and going from state to state. One of the episodes was wow. uh, uh, the guy in South Dakota, my character in South Dakota on the lam, and decided to go out and shoot some photos with this camera he found in the trailer. And, He's out there in the woods taking pictures, and he hears a noise, he clicks the photograph, doesn't think anything of it, but 
goes back to his trailer, blows it up. It's a giant picture of Elvis Presley oh, wow. hiding out in the woods. And um, that was kind of a spoof episode. And my, the, the, the character I played was trying to teach, was, was trying to take Elvis out of retirement and teach him to be Elvis again. Needless to say, the show didn't go that long. It was a huge hit at the time, uh, but uh, it got very expensive to produce. It was, in those days, a, a, a one-hour comedy uh, that was pretty unheard of in those days. And uh, Bob actually wanted to take the show out of Los Angeles and take it on the road for real uh, and just pretty much shoot uh, in, in every state. CBS said, forget that. We're going to keep it in California. And, you know, Bob was Bob and said, well... That's not how I see this show. So um, that was the end of the show. He, 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 he uh, was developing a film called Forrest Gump. He, he called me. Uh, actually, Victoria Burroughs, the casting director, called me and said, look, Bob, uh, Bob would like to speak to you about something. I said, okay. And he gets on the phone. He goes, hey, Pete, how you been? I go, well, since Johnny Ben goes over, kind of unemployed now, buddy. <laughs> he goes, well, listen, we, you know, if you recall the episode we did about Elvis, I have this film called Forrest Gump, and um, there is this uh, role of a, a young Elvis. Uh, would you be interested in doing it? And, of course, I jumped at the chance. Right. That's how that came about. Well, and being that that was so long ago, and you've obviously played a bunch of diversive characters, you still have these times where you came back to the king, so to say. How's it going, hubba hubba? I mean, you still, you didn't, you put it away, so to say, but you didn't forget about it. I mean, did it really bother you in the beginning that people just maybe saw you as, as Elvis, even though you're your own person? <laughs> yeah. No, no, it, it, you know, like, I, 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 like millions of other people, I, I, I'm just a huge, you know, fan ever since I was a kid. Um. It, 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 I, I, it just spawned kind of as a joke. Uh, like Forrest Gump, you know, that episode came about because I was always listening to Elvis in my trailer. The writers said, you know what, we should do an episode about Elvis. And, you know, little did they know, and, or I know, they said, you know what, can you, can you imitate him? And I'm like, yes, a little bit. Yeah, right. And, and uh, that's kind of how I fell into that. And, um, you know, throughout the years, go off and make movies, and then one will bounce around. One, our, our television appearance, and they say, hey, would you, would you, would you would mind doing a, an Elvis preacher, an Elvis impersonator, whatever the case may be, and I certainly had my share of those. Wow. Uh, and, and uh, you know, Henry Dice Clay is a, a good friend of mine, and he had a, a pretty short-lived, a very funny show, kind of like Curb Your Enthusiasm, called Dice, and, you know, Dice had asked me, hey, you you I could see that going down like, uh, excuse me, sir, can I borrow a couple hundred dollars here, Andrew Dice Clay? Like, look, you fucking prick, get your hand off of me. Trying to smoke a cigarette, you fucking jerk off. Now, you know, things come full, full circle. 
really played the role. Uh, and, and now the ongoing joke is um, there's a, what appears to be a wonderful film from a, a brilliant director, Bob Larman, and they're, they're making a real movie about Elvis finally. A real, uh, you told me this. We, we discussed this, but go on. We were talking about that. And, uh, you know, it's a big joke even when I was, you know, when I was in my 20s, I always wished somebody like Zemeckis would make a movie about Elvis. That was always my dream, you know. Uh, instead of, you know, spoofing them all the time. But uh, regardless, this, 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 this film is, you know, finally they're, they're making something for this generation uh, about his life. I mean, it's been done a million times um, on television movies, those most notably, ironically, from Kurt Russell uh, back in 1979, which I think is the best Elvis movie they did about the guy other than Elvis himself. Uh, and then this movie comes comes along a, a couple of weeks ago. I start seeing the trailers for it, and then I I, I notice the kid, and I said, wait a minute, uh, yeah, that's that's um that's the kid from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and um, I remember seeing that film and him, you know, outside of DiCaprio and Brad Pitt, uh, he was a real standout. I said, boy, this kid's gonna have a career. He's something. And, and there he is. He got cast as Elvis Presley. I saw the trailer. I, 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 I was blown away by the trailer. I, I, I hope the film is as good as the trailer is. But the biggest irony is, is that Tom Hanks plays Colonel Tom Parker. Right. <laughs> so Forrest Gump became Colonel Tom Parker. <laughs> And, uh, and and the young Forrest went into the army, and he's doing his thing now. So young Forrest became Forrest in the movie. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, that, that's kind of the uh, the uh, the irony in all of that. The big full circle. So I'm, you know, I, I like things of other people are looking forward to seeing this film very much. It's been a while since I've been excited to see a movie. Um, so um, I think it comes out in June. Yeah, right. And now that we've uh, we've spoke of the past for so long, let me let me catch up with the future with avoiding the uh, the two years, I guess. What what are you working on now? What's current? What's fresh? What's era era fresh with Peter Dobson? Sure. Uh, well, a couple of things. I I, I just uh, uh, completed a music video. Uh, I directed, and I I since got behind the camera. Uh, that's. Uh, 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 East Coast version of American Graffiti uh, meets 
outsiders. Um, it's very Americana, very youth-driven. Uh, you know, you don't really see these films that much anymore. Uh, I have an old soul, and uh, we just completed the script uh, a few months back, and uh, now we're uh, moving along for distribution. Uh, uh, and uh, hopefully, more importantly, the, di the distribution is, is locking down those. We have some financing, locking down the financing, and uh, we're, we're very hopeful to be shooting the movie uh, this fall. So that, that's, that's what I've uh, been doing most recently. That's exactly where I'm at right now. Well, besides, uh, like, a <clears throat> random Facebook message, you got anywhere anybody can catch you if they want to book you for an event or, you know what I'm saying, book you for a gig or have Elvis what, play at their what, bar what, mitzvah? Is it I don't know. As anything, man. Well, I, I, uh, not really. I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't do, like, uh, I've been asked before to do, you know, you know, uh, you know the uh, uh, conventions, mm -hmm. you know, because of the Frighteners and all of that, and, you know, obviously the Forrest Gump, and I, I, you know, that's just never really been my scene. Um, I, there's nothing wrong with it. I know a lot of people who actually do it and, and, and actually make some pretty darn good money, but that's just something that never really, um, never been on my radar. I, I, I've, I've kind of put my, 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 uh, my passion, as I just mentioned, uh, into writing and producing and directing, which is my real passion now, and, um, and that just comes from a very long career of working, uh, quite honestly, with some of the best directors in the world, uh, not just Robert Zemeckis, but Michael Mann, and Peter Jackson, and Lee Idle, and uh, he's a German director, by the way, uh, that, that I, years ago, did a film with Jennifer Jason Lee, um, and a lot of these directors left such huge impressions uh, with me and really inspired me to get into, into directing. And um, that's why you can't book me on uh, and sit next to Eddie Munster uh, <laughs> in a convention. I, I, well, I, gosh uh, darn it. <laughs> I already had, I, I was already working on the Elvis Eddie Munster movie. And it's going to be, <laughs> it was going to be something. We, we could have had, uh, we, you, you guys could have played yourselves. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad you uh, you gave me some time today because uh, you you are busy. I can tell you've you've done a lot of cool things, and um, I, I might not have seen much of it, but I definitely look forward to seeing more of it. I'll tell you that much. Well, well, you can certainly there. You know, you can Google any of this stuff or YouTube it, or you know, it's uh, movies all over Amazon and uh, and, and all of that. And um, hey, man, it was a pleasure, pleasure, pleasure to meet you. Absolutely. Well, regardless, if you do conventions, I hope uh, maybe one time uh, I, I stumble back toward California or maybe you run out of gas in central Illinois and we can connect again. Well, in this day and age, we already got a gas. Uh, they got a high shot. It's, 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 right. it's almost $8 a gallon here. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And you're yeah. still driving? How haven't you just gave up and bought a buggy? Because they're all over Illinois. I mean, you could have found a horse in California. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the Amish are having the last laugh now, you know, <laughs> with the horse and buggies. 
Yeah, yeah anymore. That's know. true. Well, thanks again, uh, and uh, you know, best of luck, Peter. And I, I look forward to uh, to seeing you in the future and more of you. Maybe you'll play uh, Colonel Tom Parker in twenty years. <laughs> okay, brother. I appreciate that, Ian. It was a play it was a real uh, blast talking to you, my man. Have a good one, brother. All right, you too. Have a great day. All right, bye-bye. All righty, guys. Big thanks to Peter Dobson. And um, I kind of just had a random thought. I'm literally in the same parking lot I interviewed Roscoe Orman and Gordon from Sesame Street 11 freaking years ago. It's kind of funny how something that random can happen twice. But we got some shows coming up with some people you've probably heard of. And uh, we'll see you there. So thanks, as always, for listening, everybody. Have a great night. Do you like pizza? Of course I like pizza. Are you kidding me? Do you? Yeah, but I'm the announcer guy. I mean, but you're asking me questions, so I want to ask you one. What's your favorite kind? Uh... Hello, everybody. This is uh, Pizzeria from a Pizzeria's Pizzeria in Provo, Utah. We just come in here to talk to you for a couple of minutes. I hope they can sell you a pizza or two, man. If you're coming out here, we get you the pizza, the slice, and oh, oh my god, it's so good. I'm ready in the mouth, boy. You get some Chicago style. Uh, we got it all here, man. Authentic Italian pizza of a pizzeria, pizzeria. 4715 North Union Way in Provo, Utah.